From Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Welcome to the Audio Imaginarium. Come on in, hang your cloak in a peg, grab a stool, come warm yourself by the fire. You are among friends. If you got them, smoke them. <laughs> you can't say that too many places anymore, can you? Remote viewer, medical intuitive, trans clairvoyant author, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell, a good friend, is here in studio standing by with his predictions for 2016 and beyond. So hold on, hold tight, and we'll get to him in mere moments. Uh, Ian Robertson is here, the reincarnation of James Dean and or Eddie Cochran is twisting the knobs and dials behind the glass. Albert Venzel is here running the HOA. And if you uh, if you want to watch uh, the live stream of the Conspiracy Show, just go to my Twitter feed, at Richard Serrett. At Richard, S-Y, because I love you, T. Go to the top or near the top of the Twitter feed. Click on the tweet with the HOA link. It sounds complicated, but believe me, folks, it is not. Anyway, uh, just click on that feed and voila! You have arrived in the inner sanctum, and you can see me in the studio and Dr. Cottrell as well, and later uh, other guests and so forth. So, uh, and if you don't stream the, uh, if you don't stream it live on YouTube, you can go back and uh, on the YouTube channel, our YouTube channel, and watch it at your convenience. And the YouTube channel is the Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Hey, don't forget to check out the website strangeplanet.ca. And while you're there, become a member. Registration, free, fast, relatively painless. And once you're a member, uh, the really cool part is you can go back, access past shows, all the way back to 2012, uh, the book club, uh, read about past guests, and so forth. So it's it's well worth the uh, two or three minutes that it takes to register. Again, strangeplanet.ca. Uh, Daniel Estulin uh, the author of the True Story of the Builder Group. Do you know he uh, he was on the program recently? I had him on Coast to Coast. Daniel Estelin was nominated for a Pulitzer Prize. Uh, didn't win, but he was in the running. And how many of us can say that? Uh, anyway, you may recall his book, The True Story of the Bilderberg, Bilderberg Group, which was a huge, massive bestseller across Europe. Not so much here. Ah, go figure. Uh, however, a huge number one bestseller, and he has a new documentary out. It's just been released, and it's also called The True Story of the Bilderberg Group. And I'll be bringing Daniel Estulin to town from Spain in April to debut his film. He'll also uh, make a very special presentation, and I'll be presenting that. So stay tuned for more information on that live event. Details forthcoming at strangeplanet.ca in the live events section. And my webmaster is activating an online store at strangeplanet.ca so that you'll be able to order tickets right from the website. Again, Daniel Estelin, The True Story of the Bilderbergs, coming to Toronto uh, to present his documentary, and uh, he'll also uh, give a, um, a presentation. Details to be released soon on the live events page at strangeplanet.ca. Okay, we are nicely into 2016. So it's now or never uh, in terms of uh, predictions for the year ahead, and we are already getting plenty of indications that this is going to be a wild and woolly ride. And who better uh, to peer into the crystal ball 
than Canada's Edgar Casey, remote viewer, trans clairvoyant, medical intuitive, author, healer, uh, the author of Gems of Wisdom, the complete New Age health guide, Secrets of Life, to name just a few. Douglas, welcome to the Conspiracy Show. How are you, my friend? It's always a pleasure to be here and watch you work, Richard. It's uh, uh, I, I enjoy coming into the studio. We make the trip in from Hamilton where we have the Mini Mansion Spiritual Center, and it's always exciting to, to come and see and be with you. Well, it's great having you here because, you know, I don't have a lot of company. There's only a couple of people that, I, that actually get in the studio, uh, my good friend Victor Vigiani and yourself. And other than that, you know, we, we don't we just simply don't allow anybody. <laughs> oh, just because see. I'm just a horrible host. Well, we just, three, right? Uh, we're a secret society. Here we go. We do constitute a, uh, yes, this is the inner sanctum. So it's good to see you. Well, I don't know... Um, Listen, you're, this is your beat. You, you have visions, you, you're a trans clairvoyant. All I have is a, it's not very, fi- it's not finely tuned, but like a lot of people, I just have this sense that we are on the cusp of something very, I don't know about cataclysmic, I'm not here to scaremonger, but we are in for a bumpy ride, whether it's, it's, uh, the, the world economy, uh, whether it's, uh, terrorism, whether it's some viral uh, outbreak, I don't know. But I, I think a lot of people would concur. We are on the cusp of something. Uh, something wicked this way comes. That's my sense. Am I uh, reading the tea leaves correctly? Uh, absolutely. Uh, the, um, you know, we've had other shows, other times when you've come up with some very good intuitive input uh, using your own uh, intuition. Uh, you're ac- absolutely right. People ask me, Douglas, in your book, uh, The New Earth, and it re- lists it, a couple of years ago when we wrote the book, it was talking about Syria and what's happening there. Uh, the predictions keep coming up in that book about uh, the changes, the earth changes, the political climates, the things that are going on in Europe as well as, as our country in North and South America. Um, they ask me, well, what's going to happen when all these predictions you're making don't come true? And my response is, read the newspapers. Right. It's right. there now. The Toronto Star recently had Constant a validation. Absolutely. I mean, my, my motto is faith is built upon belief and belief is built upon evidence. And why I got involved in the, in the metaphysical, spiritual world in the first place was because of my daughter Sherry right. and Ross Peterson helping her. And I had evidence that this really worked because he was the only one in the world that could tell us exactly what her problems were. So I just don't say things. Uh, you know, for to for self uh, aggrandizement or glorification. I'm a true prophet, and what that means is that I say things that God gives me to say. That's my job. Or you have visions, or you, as a trans clairvoyant, you go into what you call a, a quantum, uh, a quantum meditation. meditative state, uh, which some of us call remote viewing. And you see these things. Do you ever, ever get scared? Are you ever shocked? I mean, you, you have children. You have grandchildren. Yep. Good question. Somebody once said to me, Douglas, you see so much in the world. What do you do when you see all these bad things happening? Uh, I say, well, I'm like a fireman. I uh, go to the house. It's on fire. I help put it out. I've done my job. I go home. And I feel good about doing it. Uh, scared sometimes, uh, especially when I see accidents or difficulties for people or even things that are coming at me. But we have this free will and free choice, which if things are in destiny, which you can avoid, then the dreamer vision is a warning on how to prepare for it. If we can avoid it, uh, 
then it's uh, then that particular dream uh, is a use of your free will to, to do something about it so you don't go through the experience. So you have those two things. This is where free will comes in play, that you can do something and change it now, or you're going to suffer it. Or if you are going to go through it and there's no way to get out of it, then you can prepare for it. And that's the beauty of being able to see the future. But yes, I, I've seen bad things for people. I see good things for people. I get excited when they happen, and I feel not so happy when they do. But when I see things like I did a few years ago with the with the bank collapse in uh, Europe, I was telling people in Spain, there are going to be riots in the streets, there's going to be protests, there's going to be the banks going down. And the people around me, I, actually there was published in the Antar magazine, of a, I think an eight or ten page article on all these predictions, which have all come true. Right. And recently, most recently, you talked about China. And of course, I mean, their, 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 their stock market was in free fall. They had yeah. to shut it down, not once, not twice, I think three times. They had to actually freeze trading. Yeah, those uh, automatic trigger or Algorithms, whatever. yes. The world is run by algorithms. Yeah. This is I uh, many years ago when this first came into the New York stock market where they had these computer uh, cool down periods. Uh, computer trading is the worst thing ever. And there's a movie out now about how somebody was manipulating the computer trading, but we won't go into that too much. But the point being is that when I see things, I report them. And it's like a newspaper reporter reporting a story. And some of the things we've seen are not nice, but also I've seen pleasant things where discoveries and uh, cures and inventions are coming about. The idea is that we can we can see the future. And uh, I have a, on my website, douglasjamescaldrill.com, there's a video where a lady called up in uh, out west and she asked about her nephew. And I said he was uh, drowned and dead in a uh, stream or, or creek in uh, Colorado and that he would be found and face down like he was nude, and two fishermen would find him. A couple of weeks later, that's exactly what happened. So I was seeing the event two weeks in advance, and it was all documented. It's on my uh, website as a video. And the lady called back two weeks after that and confirmed it all and told us the Colorado papers were involved, and they described exactly what happened and how the two fishermen happened to look down and see the body when all the robots and uh, other recovery experts couldn't find it. And I had described all that while I was on my radio show talking to this lady who I'd never met before. So I was able to see this event and describe what was going to happen. So if I can do that and it is documented and is truthful then and other people can do it, then we can proceed the future. If we get to 2016, everybody wants to know what the economy is like. And on your show last two years ago, we talked about China and this economic crash that's coming. We talked about gold going up. We talked about uh, the, the Chinese duking it out with the Americans, and there have been these near misses with ships and whatnot. I was foreseeing those things, either in dreams or in this ability to project my mind forward in time, which is called clairvoyance. But I get the sense that, whether it's this year or next, we're getting a, there's like almost a convergence uh, that seems to dovetail with, whether it's biblical prophecy um, the Hopi Indian prophecy, the Mayan prophecy. I know people are focused on 2012 for the Mayan prophecy. <clears throat> Excuse me, but but uh, I mean, the, I mean, I don't think you know if you study the, what the Mayans were talking about, it wasn't something that was going to happen, you know, right spot on the, the winter solstice of 2012. Um, but and, and then you, again, you look at geopolitically and what's happening in in, in the world this year or next year. It seems like all of the, these things are, are coming together. If you look what happens in Syria, uh, in, in Revelations, it talks about uh, you know Damascus being destroyed, and 
um, you know, millions of, of, of armed, you know, soldiers gathering in the Mideast. All in one place. All in one place. All of these things are, are happening. What scares you the most about what's out there right now? Maybe it's a vision you've seen recently or, or what's top of mind for you? Is it geopolitics? Is it the economy? What scares me the most is the people are naive, they're not listening, they're putting their head in the sand, and they're doing nothing about what's coming. That scares me, because that means people are going to suffer needlessly. The point being is what uh, the thing about Syria, I see uh, there is going to be some sort of nuclear activity in Turkey, whether it's this year or next year, I'm not sure. I've seen that long time ago. The price of gold is going to double, or at least it's going to go up to $1,800 again. We're looking at silver bubbling along, and the stock markets are in the tank. There's right. no rescue. You had me at thermonuclear in Turkey. Let's uh, pick up on that point, and we'll pick. Uh, we'll get around to precious metals later. Dr. Douglas Cottrell, right here on The Conspiracy Show. Stay with us. This is no place for the naive or the faint-hearted. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Dr. Douglas James Cottrell is in the house. Canada's Edgar Casey, the man with X-ray eyes. He has many names and he has many abilities, unique abilities. He is uh, uh, last of the sleeping prophets. And uh, he is here with his uh, predictions for 2016. Uh, Douglas, uh, before the break, you dropped a bomb, literally and figuratively, uh, talking about the possibility, you've seen this in a vision, uh, involving some sort of thermal nuclear device in Turkey. Yes, whether it's a dirty bomb or whether it's a uh, military situation with some explosion, it's going to start in Turkey. This is uh, the tinderbox in the Middle East, and we can see Turkey is kind of the gateway uh, with the Syrians and the other situations, but Turkey is the key. Uh, I've often seen Iran and Iraq uh, either separating or coming together, of course, the uh, Jews and the Arabs are, are always in this, this uh, confrontational thing. I know for a fact that there are military build-ups going on right now and that, uh, that the uh, Jewish state is very scared that these dirty bombs or nuclear explosions can happen uh, from fanatics. ISIS is a bunch of yahoos with a, uh, pickup trucks and anti-aircraft guns on them. They're going to be hunted down. Because this is the prophecy when all the armies are gathered in one place. This is where they're going. People are getting not only uh, frightened and and the terror is going to the civilizations, they are now going to get angry and they're going to do something about it. And and if you listen carefully in the news, different governments are saying this has to stop. And, And the Russian premier, Mr. Putin, I saw him pointing his finger. So he's going to be calling shots, literally, and I think he's going to help with, uh, let's say, the uh, extraction of these crazy people. But somewhere in Turkey, this is where there's going to be a nuclear or atomic, possibly, uh, explosion. I, I, I agree. I think that makes a great deal of sense. I don't think ISIS is the threat uh, that they are perceived to be. I think they are kind of a ragtag bunch. and But they serve a useful purpose for somebody, and that's why they're allowed to continue to disrupt and create this chaos. Very good point. They're allowed to. They're a bunch of yahoos. I mean, send in the Navy SEALs. They can wipe out anybody, and I'm sure the, the Secret Service in Russia or all these other countries, they're pretty mighty. 
they, you know, they're well armed and well organized. Right. Not, but that doesn't discount. I mean, there is, uh, an, you know, obviously a radical element of Islam, even if it is a minority. We're talking about a religion of one over a billion people. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there, there, that is, I believe, still an existential threat. However, ISIS is not necessarily the one. But if they're drawing uh, these um, different groups into a, a potential conflict, then, then obviously the risk is. You know, the United States versus Russia or NATO versus Russia, etc. Um, now, let's move over to uh, Earth Changes for a moment. Uh, because you have been talking about, for years on this program, um, about the, the inner core of the Earth shifting. Uh, and, or the Earth's crust moving over the, the inner core and uh, causing some sort of a, a, a pole shift. You say that is the one thing that, that, that scares you the most. It's imminent. I believe so. Uh, I've announced on your show long before any scientific community or any individual came up with the idea that the Earth's mantle or core is spinning at a different speed than the crust. And I announced that I made a challenge to David Suzuki to investigate it. This was years ago, maybe 10 years ago. And now it's coming uh, out in scientific communities. This is happening. It's not the greenhouse effect. It's not that the Earth is heating up because of all the pollution that we're doing. It's because the core, spinning at a different speed than the crust, is causing friction and fractures to occur. And causing volcanic activity. That's why I've also said before, and I mean, I was criticized in 1988 by some people in Sarnia that I was just a a fear monger talking about the increasing in volcanoes and volcanic ash. These are the real things that are going to be scary to us because they can cause a lot of harm. Wyoming, all faithful, it's going to blow up. It's a super volcano and it has blown up three times in in its history. It's going to happen again. I saw it, a big wall of lava and flame coming towards us. But what's going to happen, and it is happening now, the Inuit in our north plus the uh, Inuit or the natives in Norway have reported in the press that the stars are going south. The constellations are shifting. Yeah. Are they moving? No, the Earth is. And what's going to happen as the Earth's crust is like an orange with a peel slipping around it. Right. It's going to flip. Now, the Earth is going 24,000 miles an hour and it changes orientation, the oceans aren't going to stop. They're going to keep going in the same direction, which means that flooding of all the uh, seaboard areas, uh, west coast and east coast of North America, for instance, Africa and other places. I've seen Africa shrink. You have mentioned that many times. Right, where the waters come up. Recently, a couple of months ago, the Spanish government... Uh, informed their uh, citizens that the Mediterranean is going to rise a meter, possibly as many as five meters. That's enormous with that water coming up. That's going to flood the uh, the coastlines okay, of Spain and other places around the world, including Africa, which is supposed to disappear because the outlying perimeter of Africa is a very low-lying area, and so the ocean comes up a meter or two or five, wham, it's gone. But what if it happens all at once? Yes, instantaneously. This is what scares me: where the Earth flips. Yeah, there's no years. time for there's no time to bug out. This happens instantaneously. It's That's like right. the day after tomorrow. And that could happen any time. There are there's this bloom, this volcanic acti- or uh, earthquake activity along the western uh, coast of of uh, our country, and the oceans are heating up. The we Ring have, of Fire. 
we have the we have the evidence. If you listen closely and look for it, I am not a uh, an alarmist. I'm saying look at the newspapers, read the reports. I've been saying the best place is to be inland, about 200 miles away from the coast. We live in Canada. We're going to be pretty safe. But those people along the coastlines are going to be inundated with this big flood or tsunami or whatever. With the oceans going in one direction, they're going to wash up over the banks. But if we have a, a, a pole shift, uh, as you're describing... Not a, not a, not a magnetic... No, not a magnetic... A virtual. I mean, yeah. up will be down and down will be up and, and uh, well, you know... Maybe, maybe like 45. But still... I mean, okay, so the, the, the inland flooding or the coastal flooding will be an issue. But I would think also massive, that would cause massive earthquakes, massive, uh, you know, the ash and soot in the sky will cause a nuclear winter. Uh, exactly. We have a, we have a huge problem here. I mean, it's not just the flooding, it's everything. If you look into what governments are doing, they're putting seeds away in those... Uh, uh, that's right, the seed ark in Norway. That's exactly right. I've been there, not to that place, but I've been to Norway. People are preparing for it quietly. Okay, governments are there. Right. We should do the same ourselves. We should be prepared and not simply say, this can't happen. It is happening right now. How do you prepare so, for something like that, though, Douglas? We're talking about a virtual pole shift. We're talking about... You know, uh, if 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 the caldera at, in under uh, um, in Wyoming goes, uh, I mean that's going to blot out the sun. We will have no way of growing things. Uh, again, nuclear winter, mass starvation, mass panic. Okay, it's not if, it's when. when. All right, when uh, the scientific community is already predicting it. Now, as a prophet or somebody who's been able to see this, I've been on your show ten years ago, talking about this. It's a matter that the, that the ordinary citizen goes, well, I'm okay today, and they put their head in the sand. How to be prepared for it is to think, what would happen if I had a, a lady that I met in uh, Kingston when I was doing a or Kitchener when I was doing a lecture there at the university, and she had a dream telling her about in Greece, as long as she was up high, she was safe. If you listen to, if you look on YouTube's and whatever, people are starting to report their dreams and visions. This too is predicted in the Bible. In the latter days, men and, and uh, old men and young men will come forth predicting visions of the future. This is what's happening now. How do you prepare for it? Well, move away from the coast. Everything west of the Rockies is going to disappear. I had an angel tell me that, including the Jewel of the North. Do you know what the Jewel of the North is? No. I didn't either until I found out, oh, that's Alaska. Uh-huh. So gone, I, right? You're I saying was, it's yes, gone. I was being told things that I did not know in my conscious mind. So how to prepare for these things is to say, okay, what would happen if in the future the, uh, there will be cities or areas where people reside and they will be in contact with one another by rocket power, rocket power, and they will tra- big ships will travel very, very fast by rocket power. So fossil fuels are gone. I've already seen that. Right. Uh, other people have predicted that, including the great Edgar Casey and Ross Peterson, about this 200 years in the future. So if we're 200 years in the future and we're doing rocket power and cities are congregated in, in sections or areas, then that means between now and then, what, three or four generations maybe? You know? Right. So obviously, uh, we survive. The human species survives. This is not a planet killer event, uh, but we're talking about it's certainly cataclysmic. How many? How many will survive? Well, you know, there's been those 
biblical predictions and Fatima and, and other things about two-thirds of the world's population are going to disappear. Right, if the you look third at secret, a world, that's if right. If you look at a world map, then you see where if the flooding happens along the coastlines, that could happen. I don't want this to happen. I don't want my grandchildren to go through difficulties, but everybody comes into the world at the right time and they go through these times. They're going to save it. If you notice that children these days are much smarter. They are really smart kids. They well, I hear about the, these indigo children. And so, I don't know. I, I was teaching broadcasting students. And <laughs> there was some gems there, but boy, I've never met a generation that literally has the universe at their fingertips. And I'm talking about iPads and iPhones and so That's forth. Where I'm going. And yet they are so disengaged with the world. Right. They're they know right. nothing about what's going on out there. They are, they are simultaneously world-weary and naive. Mm-hmm. This is why some of those TV shows where zombies are walking around are so popular, I think. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a wonderful metaphor, isn't it? But the, the point being is that uh, these children are soaking this up in their head, and they learn one skill, mental, and then the next is the physical skills they have to apply them. The world is going to survive. We're going to be resilient. Uh, I'm telling the people, be prepared. Have 18 months of food. Have some gold coins or silver coins. Get your money uh, out of the hands of middlemen, like your broker or whatever, if you have stocks. Keep your certificates at home. Don't let people have control over your money. Get out of debt. And I'm doing that myself. I have almost zero credit card debt. And uh, if you do that, then you're free. Own a plot of land. Five acres would be sufficient. And being able to store food is something you should have. Now, again, not being an alarmist. What if I'm wrong? Okay, I'm wrong. What have you got? You got 18 months of food in advance, and you probably got a better price because the. I think I said on your show a long time ago that you could, the price of cabbage will be so expensive that people won't buy it. Now that's in the news. People are starting to talk about cabbage and vegetables. My word, so uh, a uh, a cauli- a head of cauliflower, six seven dollars. Exactly, and I predicted that ten years ago on your show. And so much I'm, for two point or two percent inflation. You know, it doesn't cost much if you grow it in your backyard. <laughs> no, but my, we've got sweat. like we've got about a, a growing season here that's about four weeks. <laughs> so uh, maybe uh, it's maybe, good to get longer here in Canada. We're uh, I had a dream where we're going to be in the tropics when Canada flips when the world flips. Canada will be. I saw tropical fish. Really. All right. Dr. Douglas James Cottrell is uh, with us. Predictions for 2016, and uh, I wish it could all be. Um, what's the old expression, uh, beer and Skittles, but it is not. Uh, Dr. Douglas James, the website, douglasjamescottrell.com. Let me spell the last name, C-O-T-T-R-E-L-L, douglasjamescottrell.com. Uh, we've just got about a minute and a half here before the break, but let me ask you, we'll, we'll continue the conversation afterwards, but let's get it started now. All eyes, of course, on the U.S. presidential uh, election cycle. And, you know, uh, Donald Trump versus Hillary. Is it, is it Cruz versus Hillary? Uh, you know, should we be discounting Bernie Sanders? What, let's start with Trump. What do you, what do you, uh, what do you see with uh, Trump in the future? Is he he's gonna get amazing, the nod? He's an amazing man. Uh, absolutely. Uh, he's come from basically, if you will, obscurity as a political figure to now dominating the Republic scene. Uh, he will not be elected but he certainly is changing the climate and the attitude in the Republican Party. 
Hillary will be the president. I've seen that before. She ran, and I took a lot of flack because I had predicted on your show she would be in the White House. Yes, and despite, and, you know, threats of indictments coming from the FBI, you have stuck to your guns. Well, I, she was the Secretary of State for a while in the White House. That's true. And I thought maybe that was the prophecy coming true. I just misinterpreted it. But here she's running again. No, she's going to make it. Um, uh, she has a powerful, like, I can see a big... Um, mountain or big energy behind her and about to swoosh in and push her forward uh this woman is is just she's just uh, you can't you can't phase her she just keeps going and so i think she's going to be there i uh, uh the uh the, the donald is going to be there he's changed politics i mean we have uh kevin o'leary in canada now making same overtures as a businessman wanting to take over the political scene here in alberta europe's going to have the same thing Raul in, uh, in Spain is going to be uh, controlled by when uh, Prince Philip comes into uh, power, he's going to make an excellent king. And uh, that will that'll be the lineage of the, the uh, ten heads of the government coming into power. It will be businessmen who will do this, like the Donald. Donald has started something that's come into the world. I'm not sure if it's good. I don't think that uh, God bless uh, Donald Trump for being who he is, but I don't think his um, his rhetoric and his insulting of people and his uh, to win at all costs is really a good thing. All right. We will um, take a time out. When we come back, I want to, I know you've met Albert Vinzel, my producer, but there's a side of Albert that most people don't know about, and uh, he is an inspiring remote viewer himself and shared recently with me an experience involving lottery numbers. And I want to get your take on that. Albert, you're uh, you're about to make your, well, not your debut, but you're going to uh, be revealed as the remote viewer that you are. Stay tuned. The Conspiracy Show, right back. sink ships and sometimes corporations got something to say call richard serrett now toll free at 1-866-740-4740 all right welcome back and enough of the doom and gloom (laughs) yeah pretty depressing stuff no question um but we are going to lighten the mood here a little bit and uh, Douglas James Cottrell is with us. The website, douglasjamescottrell.com. Trance Clairvoyant, the last of the sleeping prophets, remote viewer, medical intuitive, healer, author. Uh, now, you have a... Um, one of the things that we can do about this is uh, to develop our intuitive skills. Right. If we develop our intuition, because we are all spiritual beings, we, there is a purpose for being here. This isn't just willy-nilly, we happen to be here and some gods are playing with us to to sacrifice us and cause us difficulty. We are here on a spiritual mission, sojourn to better ourselves. So by looking to the spiritual side now, you can find the good in what's happening with this change. The world is changing. This is all difficult. I, at the, the, the book I had a little while ago was the uh, Renaissance, which is a, and the readings often call it a renovation time. You tear down to build up. So the good side of this is that the world is going to be a better place. All this evil and darkness that is here is going to go away. And I have a course coming up, and I have people from around the world 
who last August came and attended, and I have a small group of people, a dozen or so. There's room for eight or ten more. If they want to come, they can go to the website, douglasjamescottrell.com, and if they feel that they are capable or able or motivated, I'll test them before they come to see if they're going to have a good result. And they can be like me, or Ross Peterson, or Edgar Casey, or Paul Solomon. They can develop themselves, because as the Bible says, we can foresee the future. And what better uh, way to prevent uh, difficulty come to your family or, or how to find out what's right to do than to have your own intuition and your dreams and your visions develop. So we're teaching that course. We also have, uh, you know, the, the world is, is inventing and finding things. We're looking out into the space and we're, my God, there's this whole amazing universe. Well, we're also looking downward now. The macrocosm is the same as the microcosm. And now scientists are putting that together. So we're coming with these herbs and, and uh, reactions on the body to get rid of inflammation. And the real causes of Alzheimer's is kind of inflammation in the brain. So we have, uh, I'm associated with avatarlifeforce.com. Uh, I have my books for sale there. And there are products like serapeptase and iodine and other key elements that are going to help us stay longer. Give us the website again. It's avatarlifeforce.com. All right. And I'm associated with it, and the best products are going to be there that we can possibly come up with. This is a, a man named Michael in, uh, in the U.S. who's putting this together. So we have uh, new products coming out, and we have these ability to clean plaque out of your arteries and out of your brain. And I think that we're going to see the real culprit for Alzheimer's and those brain dementia diseases as being inflammation in the brain. Do you believe in the pineal gland and the third eye and, and, and it, its role in doing what you do as a, a transclairvoyant? Yeah, absolutely. It's called the crown chakra. If you look in the Bible, it talks about the seven churches, and it's called the Church of Philadelphia. And what it is, when it opens up, it gives you one god-awful headache right in the center of your brain, which is where it's located. Right. The pituitary and the pineal work together. The pituitary is kind of the projector, and the pineal is kind of like the uh, screen, if you will, if you're looking at visions. I had a guest who said one of the reasons that we're not as intuitive as we used to be, you know, they talk about in the Bible the age of miracles and so forth, and when people communed with, with the saints and with God, and that's all stopped, and that is because of the calcification of the pineal gland. Is, is that true? This is coming out more and more now that this is not being stimulated. Uh, you know, we're losing the sense of smell, which uh, affects the uh, pituitary, and that's exactly right. More and more scientific uh, research is being shown that this is a problem with the pituitary. And so the how have you kept your, your pineal gland um, de- un- decalcified? You know, it's like physical exercise. You exercise your, your brain. Meditation and the way I teach quantum meditation is exactly along that path because Faith is built upon belief. Belief is built upon evidence. On your television show, my good friend Maria, the lady who was uh, with me that day, we were showing how we could uh, influence energy. Well, just let me let me. Um, th- that's the conspiracy show, the TV program, and you uh, you were on two episodes. One was about energy healing. This is the one I guess it aired recently, in repeat, and and uh, and uh, I think Maria was there, and she's a she she was a very intelligent, high, uh, highly trained uh, air traffic controller. So no-nonsense gal. And we were there talking about how this, uh, how this energy, Reiki energy, spiritual healing energy, whatever name it goes by, this goes through the body. And this is how it opens up the pineal and the pituitary and the other chakras or 
uh, heart and so- solar plex uh, energy parts of the body, you're using it. There's a force that goes through the body called the kundalini, which is a spiritual energy that goes up through the body and awakens or opens up the pineal. Practicing spiritual healing like we do at Mini Mansion Spiritual Center on Wednesday nights and once a month. We had a huge group of people there on Saturday, and we have accelerated healing taking place. This works and gets the pineal and pituitary uh, team together. You so you exercise it. Your quantum quantum meditation course. Uh, just give me a few details because you have another one coming up at the end of the month. This is where you can look into somebody's body. Find out what the problem is, not by deduction, not by reasoning, not by logic. This is pure intuition. This is the part that people have trouble with their intuition. There's no uh, linear thinking. There's no rational mind deductions. It just, here's the answer. And we go like, that was pretty simple. Well, it was simple because you reveal, the answer was revealed to you, but the process was invisible. It's a different way of thinking or a different way of thought transference or grabbing information from the Akashic records, from the person involved. And I've been able to do this for 42, 43 years now. But it took you a long time, right? It takes a... I can... uh, In five days, which is what the course is, I can give everybody an accelerated step-by-step-by-step how to do it. And at the end of five days, they can do it. They will look into somebody and they will describe their health condition of someone that is not there, that they've never met, and they will come up with what their residence looks like, what their conditions are. The Powerball lottery numbers? Well, I had a client call up from New York, and he gave me a dream that he got, and I tried to interpret his numbers, and as we know, Tennessee, California, and Florida one, maybe it's a future uh, Powerball. I, uh, I've got numbers myself. I've been able to give numbers to people who won. Uh, the numbers came up. The man was told on a $10 million prize, play $1 ticket, and he would win. Gave him the numbers. So on the day the $10 million prize came up, he took a quick pick. Aha. All right. Listen, Albert Vinzel in the house has a story to share about lotteries, and we'll finish up that one as well. The Conspiracy Show. Stay with us. Peering into the shadows where the truth often hides. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. All right, we are back. Dr. Douglas James Cottrell is with us. DouglasJamesCottrell.com, the website. And, again, the other website with uh, some of the... Um, AvatarLifeForce.com. Avatar. Avatar, like the Avatar the movie, LifeForce.com. All right. Uh, before we get Albert Vinzel, my producer and aspiring remote viewer in here, uh, let's whip through some, some predictions for 2016. What's jumping out at you? Well, the economy in Canada, everybody's worried about that. Uh, we are going to survive because we have resources. The U.S. is in the tank, as everybody can see now, but I've been saying it before. The U.S. dollar is, as much as we have, everybody's complaining about our cheap loony, uh, the U.S. dollar is a washout. It's going to collapse. The pet- petrodollar is over. The gold standard is coming back. Uh, gold bits, uh, the gold bill bitcoins and uh, vending machines for gold and gold, that those are now in the world and they're coming back. Gold is the place to be. Well, but but our, we have a petrodollar and, and we have oil that's, you know, threatening to go south of $30 per barrel. Uh, and if the world is in recession and we are a commodities-based uh, economy... But it's not our only resource. Right. We True. Have, we have a lot of other. We have 
you go to Kitchener, uh, Waterloo, and Google's there, and uh, you know all the big computer. It's our it's our Silicon Valley there, if you will. Uh, well, there's lots of other things that are compensating for this. We shouldn't focus too much in Alberta. Uh, Kevin O'Leary is wanting the premier to resign. I kind of agree with him. She doesn't have a plan. I don't think anybody does because all of a sudden it's caught everybody spartan the pun with their pants down. The point being is that uh, I think Mr. Trudeau, who is going to be a great, great leader, he is going to be a better prime minister than his father, with his transparency and his ruling by cabinet instead of the former regime, which was a one-man ruling organization, he is going to find solutions. But all the provinces are going to have to get together. Oil is not going to stay down for long. I mean, the reason it is is because there are powers that be who want to keep it down. There's there's an economic warfare right now between sure. the East and now. Yeah, it's a currency war. Absolutely. Absolutely right. Okay. So the way to compensate, uh, the way to protect yourself, I am doing this. Buy, although they're expensive, silver coins at the mint. Buy gold coins or small little gold coins and have a few. That's all. Well, silver, $14 an ounce. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah, but the coins that you buy are like, you know, $50 for right. a $14 okay. ounce, you know. Okay. So, but buy it. At least you can get it now because it's going to double or triple. Uh, Hillary's going to be a very good president. She's not going to be a nonsense, but she's going to have, all the way through her presidency, she's going to have these effects like the email and the investigations are going to plague her forever. But she'll, she'll survive. I don't think that anybody else could be where they are. Uh, the United States is going through from the the white supremacist sort of you know elite, rich, wealthy people to Obama now being a, a person of color to a woman coming in front. And if you look at the world itself, there's a lot of women in control. When Queen Elizabeth drops off or passes the crown, more exactly, there will be a lineage of male kings for a long, long time in Europe. Right. Well, my experience is women don't rule any differently than men, actually. I think, you're, I think you're right. When you rule, you are a special being. I believe truly that God has ordained that person to be a ruler for whatever length of time they're there. This right. is not somebody that comes along willy-nilly. Right. I mean, I look at the Democratic Party. I just It's the party of angry old white men. <laughs> Whoops, did I say that out loud? Okay, never mind. All well, right, move I, I, on. <laughs> as, as somebody who's a prophet, I'm supposed to be like John the Baptist and go and complain to the king and tell him what's morally right or whatever. Okay. Uh, I don't take sides. How, uh, let, on, the, on the health uh, medical uh, front, uh, any huge breakthroughs coming in terms of, you mentioned Alzheimer's, yeah, yeah. Uh, cancer? They're going to find inflammation is the root cause for Alzheimer's. They're going to find a cure for shingles. We're going to look at the small little diseases now. You know, there's been a lot of people, Hella, Hella Clark and other people who have been talking about parasitic conditions as a route for cancers and whatnot. This is going to be proven out now. We're going to find out that the hormonal secretions on the thyroid are much more serious and that infections and the timing, the, the age in the clock are all coming from the endocrine system or the glands themselves. Nobody ever puts it together, you know. They don't think like the heart and the liver and the kidneys. Well, now we are. The ancient... Uh, uh, therapies like uh, ancient Chinese medicine, uh, they figured it out. We are now going to catch up with that. This year, you're going to see some really, really good news about health discoveries. All right. UFO disclosure. Are we? Uh, is this the year that, uh, that, that we're going to have uh, some sort of pronouncement from the White House about, uh, you know, e- ETs have been in, uh, interacting with human civilization? Or are we going to discover... Well, uh, SETI, some you know transmission from another planet. I can see a newspaper rolling up, opening up, and I can see Bill Clinton in the corner, and I can see other things. So yes, 
Like, just as you say that, that's my, my vision I have right now. All right. Now, Albert Vinzel. Get in here, Albert. Albert, my long-suffering, tireless uh, producer, uh, is a very mysterious, secretive kind of uh, – he's very unassuming, soft-spoken. And then he walks in here the other day and he tells me – I know he's interested in remote viewing, uh, but I didn't understand to the extent. And Albert has taken some remote viewing courses – and Albert, uh, pick it up from here. Tell me what you told me last week as we're walking down the long corridor about you and the lottery numbers. Okay, sure. Well, Psychic Wins the Lottery almost was a newspaper headline. There's a RTA professor I know at Ryerson, and one fine day she sat down for me, and we ran a 45-minute session, and she was open to it. And one of the things we came up with, was like the six winning numbers for Lotto 649. Now you and, and you you came up with them. She's she, recording it. She, and you came up with them. You see, that's the thing. She she brought in her own psychic energy in, into it, which she calls woman woman's intuition, and she did part of the heavy lifting. So like when I'm on my own, I sort of just draw a blank. But then when she's there, there's sort of some good vibes, and we just get into the zone, and then things click. So. Uh, when she when she was there, we we came up with a whole list. It'd be besides the lottery numbers, but but here's here's the thing. Um, she, she documented it. Like after I left, she told me then she called a reporter at the Globe, a journalist at the Globe, who then documented it. And uh, as it turns out, no one bought the ticket just from <laughs> um, you know getting distracted. But uh, she. Um, and what if the ticket those numbers came up uh, right and and what was what was the winning uh what was the prize it, it was fifty million dollars and I, and on that draw there was there was zero winners no one no one bought it and and then everyone said oh i regret i really regret i didn't buy the ticket and then uh, um I talked with the RTA professor, and she said, the thing is, she doesn't gamble. I said, well, let's, th- these results should, could be reproducible. Let's go for the $20 million. And she goes, well, she would, but it's just the one problem is that she doesn't gamble. <laughs> so anyway, let's just recap. You, you sat down with this professor at Ryerson. Right. You picked the six numbers. They came in on the next draw. One of, was it lot right. was it uh, six forty nine? It was six forty nine, and it was for fifty million. And she would verify that that those were the numbers. She gave those numbers to a a friend who happens to be a reporter at the Globe and Mail. Correct. And we know her name. We won't mention her name, but we know her name. Yes. She also verified that those numbers came in, but nobody had the presence of mind. Uh, and you know why would they necessarily? So, oh, these someone picked these numbers. Who you know who knows? But nobody had the presence of mind to go and buy the ticket. Why didn't you? So, see what happened. One thing is the time limit, but the, the other thing is the professor walked off with the notebook, which had the numbers written in it. <laughs> so, I, and she wouldn't give them to you. Um, I, I didn't ask her for it. I just talked with her then after the draw, and then she said, "Yeah, it's all six numbers." <laughs> but it's, it's written on a piece of paper, so it wasn't really didn't have the value. It it. Uh, she really regrets she didn't buy it. <laughs> That's oh, what she said. And you too, I'm guessing. Okay, let's get yeah. to, let's Albert, get the master and viewer in here. What did you do? Did you see these numbers in your mind, or did you just feel them, or did you hear them in uh, in your ear? How did you I, get the numbers? I, I verbally said them out loud, and and then the, the professor wrote them down. But how did they come to you? 
Um, see, I, how I think it worked is that we talked it out. She's really good at prompting prompting things. No, so, no, no. How did how did it happen? Let's. Uh, you're, yeah, giving, you're giving me the. We, we talked logic. it out. <laughs> what, do you mean you, what do you mean you talked it out? Well, she. I think in remote viewing they call the term a monitor, and she acted, you know, as a sympathetic monitor. And she's also. She, she told me later she's psychic herself. She, she listens to this program. She likes all the. You know, she's open to all the UFO, alien contacts sort of stuff. Well, that, that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the intuition. But the point is that the two of you were there. Right. She was asking you a question. And, of course, my mind is saying, were you telepathic? Maybe we're getting the numbers from her mind. Or did you see them or hear them? See, I see it, see it in my uh, mind's eye and just, just verbally say it, just call it out. Okay, so you were actually seeing the numbers. Did you see them one at a time or all six uh, in a no, row? How yeah, you... one at a time. So the Perfect. cue is uh, Lotto 649, next winning number. And and then and then later that's how she to, prompted you. Yeah, wow. and then we have to get the date. So that next ring number we we figured would be you know the next draw. And at that time you were just holding your mind blank. Um, it, it seems to go to delta waves. I think I think well, it's blank. I mean, for remember for the audience, I understand delta where you're lowering your brain waves. But you're the, the as you had a blank mind, she asked you a question, and then you saw the numbers one at a time, blink, blink, blink. Is that right? Um, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but I'm just trying to see the process. Uh, well, I, how long? Yeah. Ago, sorry, how long ago was this? Um, not long ago, recently, okay. just like last year. Last year, okay. Yeah. That's phenomenal. This is really good. I know a radio announcer who I had an object on my desk one day, and he was able to perfectly describe it. I think I know that radio announcer. <laughs> ah, shucks! Beginner's luck. Beginner's luck. Well, so just, here's pro- the thing, it, though. It proves it that people who are not professional like me, although I'm good at what I do, they can as well have this ability. And as Albert said, he had a, a prompter. He had somebody asking a question, which is the rational mind of the person prompting and the, and the intuitive mind coming up with the answer, just promoting it. And although we have not been able to independently verify this with the parties involved, Albert maintains we have a Globe and Mail reporter who has those numbers. If we can get this person on the record uh, for those you know that need this kind of uh, you know, validation, right? and, and we can get your RTA professor on the record, um, I mean, that's, that's remarkable. And do you want to talk about uh, a certain professor who uh, has some interest in this, or is that, is that too early? Um, well, I've I've sent out this story to email, and there's some people who've been interested. Yeah, Dr. Michael Persinger is one who, you know, usually um, the God helmet, I think he calls it. And he, yeah, then he measures your brain activity. You go into the altered state, and when you're in that when you're in that zone, then you just get like a good. Um, you get a good list going. You can get a whole list, like lottery numbers. So Persinger is interested. People, people who know about correct uh, his his work. I mean, this is impressive. Persinger wants to crawl inside your brain and and do some studies. Right, and the, the other thing is, it's a it's a human species trait. Like you, you, once one person can do it, then sort of anyone can do it. All right, it's, Albert. Listen, gotta gotta cut you loose. Thank you for sharing that. You did a great job. Okay. Thanks. Douglas, always a pleasure. Oh, it's a great. It's good to hear Albert's story. He's validating the uh, idea of quantum meditation, which is again the idea of being able to remote view, to mind project, to develop your own clairvoyance and your spiritual powers. And, and you'll teach that, and people can get more information at Douglas Cottrell, Douglas, Douglas James, James Cottrell. Cottrell. All right. 
Thank you for Thank having me on. I appreciate it. My pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Scary stuff, but some good news in there, too. All right, the website, strangeplanet.ca. Say hello on Twitter, at Richard Serrett. And as always, follow the truth. <laughs>